Hi, this is Lindy, the creator and host of Lindy's Audio Cafe, a podcast focused on positive and thought-provoking stories. Life gets busy, and in the race for happiness, we sometimes forget it's often the smaller things in life that truly matter. My podcast is focused on the stories that don't make tabloids, the basics that make you smile, the kindness of people who help make the world a better place. Yeah, we need a bit more of that. But before we get started, please be sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss future episodes. Thanks for listening. <clears throat> you weren't raised in a barn. Why are you eating like a pig? Well, hello there and welcome to Lindy's Audio Cafe. My name is Lindy and I'm absolutely delighted to be back here with you again today. This is my second episode. That's right. I'm still a newbie and I'm still figuring out how all these bells and whistles and buttons and uh, different things work behind the scenes and I'm hoping to perfect this as time goes on. So in the meantime, please be a little forgiving and uh, stick around. It's going to just keep on getting better. Well, today I am joined here by Aussie Dog, that's right, the infamous 13-pound chocolate brown poodle, who has taken up residence on the hot pink carpet directly beside my chair. Welcome, Oz. Always glad to have you by my side. But, oh, sorry, buddy, this episode is not about you today. No, actually, in fact, we're going to be talking about manners today. Good old-fashioned manners, yep. And uh, some of you are probably wondering, well, oh boy, this is going to be really exciting. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Manners can be an exciting topic. In fact, I've always thought that good manners are really sexy. Uh-huh, that's right. Manners are sexy. That's right. Good manners are sexy. Nobody wants to be around anybody that's rude. Not a lot of fun to be around somebody like that. But you know, what does define manners? You know, I'm sure there's so many different opinions and there's many different dictionaries online or in print that can tell us what the definition of good manners is. In fact, I decided to look it up online and I found one definition that was online had actually said that it had to do with treating people with courtesy and politeness, but also it, it noted that it was showing correct public behavior. I looked at that and I thought, well, that's a partial definition, but showing correct behavior shouldn't just be in public. It should be at home, behind the scenes, with your family, with your friends. Good manners should follow you all the way. Because good manners actually, not only is it about, you know, presentation and appeal, it's also about kindness and courtesy to those around you. And that really is a huge thing. When you care about the people you're around, you don't want to be rude around them. Why would you? You know, and it's such a different time right now. In this digital age, there's not just your basic manners at home. It's not just the please and the thank you. It's about etiquette and what's the right thing to do, you know. When do you take a phone call? When do you leave your cell phone 
turned on? When do you put your electronics away? When do you carry electronics at a meeting? What's the right way to do it? There's just so many different things. And there's so many different obstacles that come into play now about the expectation that you're going to be readily available versus, you know, the absolute realization that sometimes you need to just shut the phone off. Do you really think we need a cell phone at the dinner table? Oh yeah, I'm a little bit busted. I've been caught from time to time doing that. But you know what? I know it's not good. And I'm working really hard on that. Absolutely. I'm working to not have my phone by my side, have it turned off and not have it within arm's reach when I'm sitting at the table for a meal. You know what? There's a few things to that. You can focus more on what you're doing, probably chew properly. It is better manners. And it's also the gift of your time to the person that's sitting across from you. Yeah, you know, I've been in restaurants in the past and observed multiple people sitting together at tables and nobody's communicating. Everybody's on their phone. I've often thought to myself, you know, I mean, if there's two people at the table and maybe somebody whips out their phone and says, hey, let me see, I want to show you the pictures of my fishing trip. Take a look at this one I caught. Isn't that a doozy? And they engage in conversation and they talk about that fishing trip and they look at the pictures and share some memories. Yeah, that's not such a bad thing. But when you're sitting on your phone, doo -doo 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 -doo, you're texting somebody else or you're answering calls that really could have waited until after. Really, all you're doing is being kind of rude. You might as well have had a telephone sitting there plugged into the wall, picked it up, started dialing other people and ignoring the person in front of you because it would be no different. It's kind of rude. So that's something, you know, we didn't have these issues when I was younger because we didn't have cell phones. They weren't something that we had to worry about learning about because that was not part of the book of manners when I was growing up. It's a whole different world today. Different things, different technologies bring different rules and different sets of etiquette. But, you know, there's some things that, you know, really haven't changed along the way. And it's just the basic, regular manners that encounter from day-to-day -day living. And I know, you know, when we're all living together in a house or whether you're going to visit friends or family, there's just some things that can get to be a little bit annoying from time to time. Ah, uh, uh. Oh, come on, seriously? You gotta do that around me? Take it somewhere else. Jeez, what did my mother used to say if we did that at the table? It'd be like, go to the bathroom and she would make us leave. But seriously, I mean, I know sometimes things happen. Everybody has a little slip from time to time. And, you know, if, even for people who have digestive issues, you know, sometimes it just happens and it's not your fault. And you never want to make fun of somebody who actually has a physical issue that can't stop it from happening. But there are times that there are people that they really don't care and they'll just walk up beside you and lift their arse cheek and let her rip. And I go, come on, you don't have to be so flippin' rude. You don't need to do that. Yeah, we all know we got bodily functions, but come on, there's a time and a place for it. Please, you don't have to do that beside me. I don't need to hear your ripper. Well, now I kind of aired my... Uh... <laughs> feelings on that subject. Sorry, no pun intended. Um, you know, there's probably a few other things that come to mind as well with regards to manners. And I think one of them is being on time. You know, I got to give my mom credit. There are a number of things she taught us about at a young age. And I think uh, being on time was one of the things that was very much of the utmost of importance to her. Perhaps it came from the fact that my mom had spent a couple of years in the Air Force before she got married. So definitely she was used to uh, being regimented and having to do things on time. And she certainly ran our household that way. 
Um, and perhaps being a single mom with four kids, she also knew that was really important to keep everybody flowing, keep things on time. But in teaching that to us, she taught us some really valuable lessons that would help take us further in life. You know, I can think of, you know, when we went to school, mom used to always insist, get out of bed on time, have enough time to eat your breakfast, have enough time to brush your teeth and get your boots on and get out the door so that you get to school on time and you're not holding up anybody when you get there. That was something that she taught us at a young age. You know, as I became a little bit older and I landed my first babysitting job, even though it was just around the corner, my mom said to me, make sure that you get there a little bit early. Because when the person you're babysitting for needs to be somewhere, if you show up late, they're going to be late. And it's like a dominoes effect. It will ruin everybody's day. Make sure that you are on time. And I know this sounds like simply life skills, just the basics of day-to-day living, but you know what? It is manners. And it's a matter of, of having good manners when you show up on time. Because when you don't, you're monopolizing the time of someone else. You're taking away their ability to do something else with their hour. And it's rude. It's just plain rude. You know, if you have something that cropped up unexpectedly or the cars were taking a little bit longer than usual, there was an accident on the road that held you up, or perhaps you're on your way out the door and you have a toddler and they just barfed all over your shirt and you had to go back and change again. Yeah, those things that are unexpected can happen and people understand the unexpecteds. It's when you just from day to day take it for granted that you'll get there when you get there and other people can work around your schedule. Well, you know what? When you act like that, it's just plain frickin' rude. It all comes down to having respect for somebody else's time. And respect is such a good part of manners. Every now and then I'll I'll see people do things that I know my mom would have just cringed if she had ever caught us doing that. And I wonder what did happen to good plain, old-fashioned manners. What happened to those good old days? You know, I remember when I was a little kid, you know, I got invited to my friend's house for dinner. I think I was around five years old, and it was my very first invite where I could go to dinner at someone's house without having my mom or my sisters with me. It was for me, my invite. And my mom said to me, you need to be polite when you go over there. Make sure you show up on time. And when you go in the house, if you are thirsty or you need something to drink, please do not ask for milk or for juice because we don't know if they have enough milk or juice in their fridge and we wouldn't want to do anything or ask for anything that might put them on the spot. If you're thirsty, simply say, may I please have a glass of water? And if you're offered anything other than that, then woohoo, that's a bonus, but don't ask for anything unless it's offered to you. And then the subject came along as to, well, what happens if they put something on the table that I really don't like? Well, that could be kind of tricky, especially because when I was younger, I I did have a lot of sensitivities and some things I didn't like, but I knew I had to be polite. And my mom just said, do your best with whatever you can. And if you really can't eat something because you think you're going to gag, then you just politely put it aside and say, thank you, dinner was really good. I think I'm full now. Thank you very much. And you offer to take your plate when everybody else is done as well. They were just plain, simple manners. Did I get it right the whole time? I don't know. You know, when we were at the table, mom taught us manners, internal in our house manners, not just ones out in public. You know, and one of the things she said is, okay, guys, there's four of us in this house. We're all eating dinner. We're all making dishes. It would be great manners if two people did the dishes tonight and two people did the dishes tomorrow. 
One can wash, one can dry tonight, and tomorrow another one can wash and another one can dry. And, you know, it's partly about scheduling and making sure things get done. But you know what else it is? It's just good manners. It's making sure that nobody gets stuck doing everything by themselves all the time. Just plain, simple, good manners. To this day, my partner and I pretty much run our house that way. There's never a night that goes by where either one of us doesn't get up from the table and say, hey, can I take your plate? Or the conversation will be, here, I'll do the dishes. No, I'll load the dishwasher. Oh, no, 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 it's okay, I can do it. But it seems we're always offering to help each other out. And uh, I guess that comes down to good manners and caring. And I, I again bring that back to the fact that when you show good manners, you show that you care. There was a time when my son was taking on doing a lot of shoveling of driveways in our neighborhood. And most of the people that he was doing the shoveling for were all seniors. Uh, I would say probably most of them probably in their 70s or older. And uh, they were super kind people. And often at around the holidays, at Christmas time, they would give him cards and they would put extra money in the cards. And I always insisted that no matter what, as soon as you get a card that has money in it, you got to make sure you send them a thank you. And after Christmas, he would sit down and he would write thank you notes in those cards. And they would each get a thank you note in their card when he went out with the next round of papers. Um, And I just explained to him, you know, they've given you money from the kindness of their heart. If you don't acknowledge it, it would be really rude. And they would wonder if it was ever received or appreciated. Just a simple acknowledgement when you get a gift goes such a long way. And it frustrates the heck out of me when you've sent somebody a gift and you've gone to the trouble to go online, you order it, or you go down to the post office and you mail it. And three months later, you've never heard anything. And you say, hey, you know, did you get that present or did your kids get that present? Did anybody get that present? And they go, oh, yeah, 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 they got it. They liked it. And you think, wow, well, how hard would it have been to pick up the phone and say thank you or to pen a small note and put it in the mail? It doesn't take that much to go to the mailbox and put a note in. Or nowadays we have electronics. Everybody seems to be on cell phones or have email how hard would it be just to send an email and say hey i got that package in the mail thank you so much i really appreciate it after all it's good manners manners in the workplace can be a really tricky thing especially when you're working underneath somebody you know perhaps you have a supervisor or a manager who's extremely rude and you're in a position where you need that job it can really put you in a crappy position i've been in that position once many years ago Uh, I was working at a business when I was uh, in the north, and I don't want to say too much more about that because I don't want this to be a slam fest aimed at anybody, but I was working in a well-known business. And uh, the boss that I was working for, I had only been there a couple months, and he wanted to take me for lunch. And he always struck me as being a bit of an arrogant fellow, but I found out the most of it this day when we went into the restaurant. He was ignorant, and he was rude to the waiter. I can't put it any other way. He was just a complete ass, and it was so embarrassing to be with him. He was condescending. He was demeaning. He had a smart-ass remark for everything the waiter said. When the coffee was brought, it was too strong. It wasn't hot enough. The cup wasn't clean enough. The silverware wasn't right. It was just one of those moments where there was nothing this poor waiter could do to make it right. And it was quite a nice restaurant. It was super nice. There was nothing wrong with the meal, yet he had multiple complaints. By the time we left, I was so embarrassed. And I know there was a few times throughout the lunch, I actually thought to myself, oh my God, if I didn't need this job right now, I would have got up and walked out. Yeah, I would have just walked out because he's being such an ass to this waiter. This is horrible. But I needed my job. I got back to work 
And I went in and I closed my office door and I picked up the phone and I phoned that restaurant and I asked for that waiter. And I said, hey, I'm the lady that was just in there a few minutes ago. And hey, I just really felt I needed to give you a call and apologize. I am so sorry for the behavior of the man that was at my table. Please know that he's my boss. He's not a personal friend of mine. And I am really sorry about the behavior that happened today. That's just not me and not who I am. And he said to me, oh, you don't have to worry about it. I know you and I know you're not like that. And he comes in here all the time and he's always rude. And I said, you know, I know that that's just no excuse. I'm really, really sorry. And I said, you know what? I said, quite honestly, if I didn't need my job today, I said I probably would have walked out on him. And his reply to me was, yeah, I know how that feels. I need my job too. Or I probably would have walked out on him too, but I kind of had to sit there. So it was quiet for a few moments. We had a little bit of an awkward laugh together as we both realized we were both in the same position. And what a crappy position that was. Well, you know, I lasted at that job, not quite to the end of my probation period, and I quit. I found another job, not too far away, a similar industry, where I was treated much more kindly by the boss there. And uh, and he was polite. My new boss was absolutely polite and had great manners, and it uh, just made working with him such a pleasure. And, you know... There's kind of a fine line sometimes between crappy manners and bullying. You know, sometimes the two of them kind of cross over. That's a whole other subject and another topic I'd probably cover on a different day. Um, But, you know, it does a lot of the times when you look at bullying, it comes right down to the very basics and the start, which is if you have good manners, it's about caring. And if you care, you'll have good manners. And it sure goes a long way. I had an experience another time several years ago traveling with a group and we were headed off the island to the mainland to go to a sporting event. There was an elderly gentleman traveling in the group with us and I would say he was probably in his late 70s at the time. And we got off the ferry, got onto the bus. There were no seats available so we were all standing, you know, and you hold that little bar on the bus and we're headed downtown and nobody would get up to offer him a seat. I couldn't believe it. There were people all around like... You know, people in their 20s, they look very able-bodied to me, not like they couldn't be standing at all. And they had headphones on and toques on, and they were just, you know, not paying attention to what was around them. Some of them looked up, they could see him standing, and uh, they just looked away and went back to what they were doing so they wouldn't have to offer their seat. I couldn't believe it. I thought, oh my gosh, you know, if if I'd had a seat, I would have been up in two seconds and offered it to him. Clearly, he was an elderly man, and none of them budged. There was a lady riding on the bus, and she had had two young kids with her, probably under the age of six, and I could see it was bothering her. She looked at, at them, she looked at me, she was looking at the man standing, and finally she said, hey, you know what, if you can stand right here, and she was referring to me, if you can stand right here, I can give him my seat and he can sit down. And uh, the elderly gentleman traveling with us just looked at her and he said, oh no, it's okay, I'm fine standing, you stay with your kids, thank you though. And he stood the rest of the way. And I remember when I got off that bus, you know, I smiled at that lady and I said, thank you so much. And and I asked her where she was from and I, it turned out she only lived about 20 minutes away from us. We had no idea that, that we were from a place so close together. And she'd been so kind and here she was with two little kids trying to make the best of everything because she knew that what was happening wasn't right. You know, I suppose we all have plenty of stories that we could tell and we could share about times when we saw good manners and poor manners. You know, I mean, I hate to say it, but for the most part, most of the time I saw poor manners happened in the workplace. Yeah, not so much at home. That's a good thing. But in the workplace, you know, I've been in boardroom 
presentations where somebody's worked really hard and they're sitting on stage, they got their PowerPoint presentation going, they've done a lot of research on a subject, and at the back of the room is a group of people who really aren't interested in the topic. They're just there because they're paid by the hour and they have to be there, and they're sitting on their cell phones texting at the back of the room. And I remember seeing that happen a few times and thinking, come on, guys, you know what, just show a little respect and be polite, be kind and have manners, and if you're not interested in what they're talking about, get off your cell phone or if it's that critical you're on it then you really shouldn't be in the room you should politely excuse yourself and leave and when you're back in the room with the people you know give them the gift of your presence when you're there the gift of your time no different than they're giving you the gift of their time it's just good manners that's all when you got a whole group of people in the office and uh everybody's going for lunch but there's one person not included you know some people call that bullying i also say again that's where bullying and good manners um kind of intertwine sometime if there's a group going for lunch and one person sitting behind how hard is it to invite that extra person to come along you know or don't have a whole group that goes and leave one person out that is after all good manners I've seen it happen time and time again, and it's it's too bad that it keeps on happening. But, you know, I'd like to end this on a positive note with a positive story, because I did say that Lindy's Audio Cafe was supposed to be about having positives. Um, when the pandemic started, um, I took on doing some of my grocery shopping online. You know, the good old click and shop orders, and I can go online, and I can click and I can choose, you know, getting my milk, my yogurt, my bread, all that stuff. And uh, I go down to the grocery store to designate a time, pull into the slot, and some wonderful kind person shows up with the cart and the groceries and they bring it out to my car. And I was dealing with the same grocery store locally for a number of my orders and I started to get to know the staff. Some of them knew me by name, I knew them by name, I would go to the same place every week for my grocery order. And they were always so kind, they were always so polite. And I suppose I was polite too. I always said thank you. And you know, when I was doing the click and shop online order, there's always that little spot on the order at the end where it says, any notes for your shopper? Well, I'd usually put in, hey, have a good day. Or thanks for being there. Or thanks for doing my order. Or I appreciate you. I just always put a nice note on the end of the order. And when they'd come to the car, you know, they'd show up. Sometimes it was raining and crappy in the winter and they'd wheel that cart out to the car. And that was part of the service that that store was offering. And I, you know, have my mask on, get out, get the groceries, put it in the car. And I'd always say, thank you so much for being out here right now. I really appreciate it. You guys are great. And I know a couple times if there was a minor mistake on my order, I didn't get too worked up over it. Oh, heck, we all make mistakes. We're human. And the few times it happened, I just said, hey, don't worry about it, you guys. No biggie. You know what? We're all human. It's all right. It's all good. You know, world's not coming to an end if I didn't get the right brand of milk or whatever. No big deal. Everything's fine. And uh, one day I showed up to get my groceries and lo and behold, they arrived with a cart. And there was a bundle of roses on top of my groceries. I couldn't believe it. And I said, hey, who are those for? And the girl who brought the cart out said, well, those are for you. They're from all of us. And I'm like, what do you mean from all of us? And why for me? not even my birthday and she's she just kind of laughed and she said to me you know what she said there's a group of us working in the back and we all really enjoy it when you come you're so polite you're just always so kind and so polite we look forward to it when you come to the store she said and you know we knew that you were coming here today and we decided that we wanted to pitch in and buy you flowers just you know our thank you to you for making our day well, I tell you, that just brightened my day. I was just absolutely ecstatic. Like the fact that they did this for me. They had flowers just for me. 
I wasn't anything special, just me who shows up week after week. And uh, I'm surprised that um, I was getting flowers just for being polite. It was such a great thing, and uh, I was so grateful to them. That certainly brightened my day. Those flowers looked wonderful on my table, and I'll never forget that kind gesture. And it also serves as a reminder to me that it never hurts just to be polite when you're in your day-to-day interactions with people. So on that note, I'm going to say that I do need to run, and uh, I have to mention that in the middle of this cast, I did stop, and uh, my wonderful partner had dinner on the table for me, And as I was heading out of the room, I automatically reached for my cell phone and caught myself and went, what am I doing? What did I just talk about? No cell phones at the dinner table. And I put my cell phone down. And I guess I'm going to be working on turning over a new leaf as well, because as much as I talk about the power of good manners, I find myself slipping from time to time. And I've got some work to do as well. So on that note, have a super great day, everybody. And uh, when you go out there, remember to be kind. Smiles do come in all languages. And hope you have a super wonderful day. We'll be talking to you again soon. Why is it that all our dinner conversations evolve around farting and pooping? Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to click like and share it so others can enjoy it also. Join the Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast group for updates. Oh, and positive reviews are always welcome as well. (laughs) Check the show notes for updated links. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.